Connected careers, camaraderie, camaraderie. The coach with no name. Hello, everybody, and welcome. As I'm Nathan, as I'm going to be talking with the coach that calls himself the coach with no name. Now, before we talk about with your experience of what happened at the big game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Baltimore Ravens. Let's get people up to speed with the Baltimore Ravens with their playoff experience before we get to talk it to you. The Baltimore Ravens, with the fact of they did not even win the division, they barely got by and got in the playoffs in the wildcard round. They faced against the Las Vegas Raiders. It looked promising for the Raiders, but the Baltimore Ravens found a way to come back and win by a field goal. Here we go, and a kiss, it's up, and it is good! Justin Tucker with the field goal, tucks it right in through the goalpost. The Raiders will have something to think about during the offseason. And the next game, the divisional playoff facing against a very improved Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I just want to say this with the Jacksonville Jaguars. With Jacksonville. When I left, I had a feeling, because they had mostly the coaching staff that was with me when I coached that Jacksonville team, I knew they could find a way to improve, and they definitely did. However, they still need to work on how to be able to win a playoff game without me there. Yes, unfortunately, history repeats itself. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Baltimore Ravens surprisingly went back and forth, but once again, a game-winning Justin Tucker field goal helped out on beating the team 20-17. to And then came the conference championship game, the one that people least likely expected, the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, you know, it, it got really exciting knowing the fact that it was Cleveland and Baltimore. Cleveland, if there was any time to get in the big game, what a better way than face the former Cleveland Browns and beat them. At first, it looked promising for the Cleveland Browns earlier in the game, but they fell apart in the second half. Not even close, the final score of 24-10. to The Ravens, with the fact of their record of 8-9, and found a way to get into the big game. And now, let's get to... Let's get to the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals, with their game, since they were obviously the number one seed, they got a bye. So they faced against 
They faced against the New Orleans Saints. And the New Orleans Saints were thinking, oh, we might have a chance here. But it ended up being a very ugly game to the point that the score ended up being 49-3 to final score. New Orleans Saints kept it close in the first half, but it got out of hand in the second half. To the point that even a guard on a fumble return for a touchdown was scored in that game. There was a lot of, You know, there was a lot of scoring in that game. I lost track of who scored touchdowns. I just knew majority of them were rushing touchdowns. I do apologize of not... Being able to keep track, but Coreface, G Unreal, Monreal, Bob Fisher, Sheed, Larry Fitzgerald, Alakalaza. I mean, you could easily lose track on who scored touchdowns uh, during which time. And even as he said, even the guard scored a touchdown. 49 to 3. My my goodness. New Orleans Saints were rebuilding at that moment, but they they were becoming contenders. They will at some point. And then in the NFC Championship game facing against a team that they faced earlier in the year, the Philadelphia Eagles. Ah, yes, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Earlier on in that season, we were undefeated. They were undefeated. We gave them their first loss of the season. Not only did we do a lot better job of, of playing against them, but we scored a lot more points. Final score was 35-3. to wasn't even close. As I said again, sorry, but I lost track on who scored and who didn't. But I'll tell you, I, I do remember at some point there was a pick six. It was the shortest pick six you'll ever see in your life. It was about two free yard pick six to make it at least 21 to free. I felt bad for Jalen Hurts that day. I really did. But we got to do everything we can to win. So 49 free, 35 to free. And then facing against the Baltimore Ravens. A team, I mean a team that has never lost the big game ever in their franchise history. They beat their rival their inner division rival to get to the big game against all odds. It was 17 and0 versus eight and nine team. So first off I just want to say thank you again for being on here again a coach with no name. Well I, I really do appreciate it. I'll do the best I can to tell every detail. 
So let me get started with the after the kickoff. The first play, you see the ball being picked off. What, what What's your emotion during that time? I just didn't want to get too high in my hopes of winning the game. Because when you have a great start, you expect to end up end up winning the game. You get a little bit carried away. You kind of lose focus at that moment. As soon as I saw that ball being picked off, I was just doing everything I can to keep my composure and just focus at what's going on at hand. So you have the ball in the red zone already. 19-yard line most likely. I didn't realize it till after that drive that Sheed was still in in the lineup and we didn't have Monreal or Bob Fisher or even Coraface in there. But we're, at least we made sure to have Larry Fitzgerald in there. Too bad we didn't pass the ball that often to him. But he did make a key catch. He did make a key catch. But we'll get to that in around when we talk about the fourth quarter. He didn't make a key catch. We wanted to give him a touchdown. We really did. We wanted to give him a touchdown so badly in this game. We really did. But the Baltimore Ravens secondary were on to us. We wanted to give him that touchdown. We really did. All of us were looking for opportunities. We did. We really did. He actually did score a touchdown. He did? Yeah, it was on a wide receiver reverse. That's right. That's right. That's the reason why we did that. Now I realize. Because we wanted to give that touchdown so badly. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's so many players that we put in. Sometimes you kind of lose track, you know? Larry Fitzgerald made a key catch and also ran the 10-yard, a 10-yard touchdown wide receiver reverse. Making it 17-0 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he made a, he made a key catch with third and five. Kyler Murray was trying to look for somebody. He couldn't find anybody. Then he just saw Larry Fitzgerald down the field. And he froze the ball. The secondary weren't, weren't aware. And he makes a diving catch. We thought he, he overthrew it. But Larry Fitzgerald caught it. Kept full control. I couldn't believe it. But man, we are lucky to have Fitzgerald. That's when I knew. It was 10 nothing. He had a long drive in the fourth quarter. Mm. Well, actually, technically, it was near the end of the third quarter, and we drove down in the fourth quarter. That was how long the drive it was. And it was on the punt return. Yeah. One of our players forgot to fair catch it. He forgot the way for the fair catch, and he saw a bunch of the Baltimore Ravens players that were thinking the opportunity of trying to force him to fumble the ball some way, or even get a safety. 
He forgot the fair catch. He forgot to wave his arm. And we're like, oh, no. We're going to give up two points, aren't we? But luckily, he had some key blocks there. He got out enough so that way we could run the ball and get the heck out of out of deep in our own territory. It was a, at least a 7-yard return. 7-yard return, we found a way on a 93-yard drive to get 7 points on the board. I mean, to get 7 points on the board. It's, it's just crazy. But we're getting way ahead. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yes, you are correct, coach. So it's the second quarter. You couldn't believe that it was nothing-nothing. I couldn't believe it was nothing-nothing. So what did you tell your, tell the team? After the end of the first quarter, I told them, you know, keep on doing what you're doing. We're, we're making... Majority of the time, we were making all the right choices. Sometimes it's better to take a risk than to play it safe. We wanted that touchdown really badly. But unfortunately, Baltimore found a way to stop us in the red zone. You know, that's unfortunate. They they kept a close game. I have to give respect. I have to give respect, commend the Baltimore Ravens for keeping a close game in the first half. Because on average, this team was used to scoring around 38 points per game. And they held us down to that average. So good for them on their part. When you first saw... That you had a chance to score on the next drive. What was your response? Just make sure just to score. You know, it's simple as that. Make sure to do everything you can. Get some key blocks here. And hopefully we get a touchdown. And it turned out to be Sheet of all people. She got the touchdown. He ran, and I was kind of worried he was going to accidentally run out of bounds at the one instead of the end zone. But luckily, he got the ball across the plane, and he got his foot through the through the plane, and so that, it was a touchdown. Seven nothing, and you're just thinking this could be. Were you getting hit? No, it was a close game. I wasn't going to think. Yeah, we're going to win the big game. No, of course not. That's being ridiculous. Baltimore was having a great drive, especially when it came to passing. They read our secondary very well. They handed the ball a lot of the time. We just went on blitz, 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 blitz. We kept on going on blitz. I kept on going on blitz. If you, get, if you have control of the quarterback, and if you keep on blitzing, you'll end up messing with the mindset of the quarterback. That's the way you do it. That's the way that I saw it. You gotta keep that quarterback on their toes. And when the block punt happened. When the block punt happened and I saw that there was some time left on the clock. By golly. 
I thought it was great. Of course, we were around the opponent's 26-yard line. We really wanted that touchdown. We really did. So we ran the ball with... I do believe it was Bob Fisher. Bob Fisher ran the ball, and he got to around the... Let's see here. I do believe it was around the, the 10, maybe. Got to the 10. Or something around there. No, wait. We ran the ball, and he ran it all the way down to the 50. He got to the 50. It was about, probably around maybe 33 seconds. Got to 33 seconds. And I think we had a, a quick pass. Quick pass. It was more of a slant. So a quick streak. Throw a short pass. Caught. Run the ball out of bounds. Get in a great field position. At that time, we, we, didn't, get, we didn't get in a great field position. So then run the ball again. Get in enough great field position. Get in a great field position. Call a timeout. We were past, we were past midfield, we were past midfield, and the quarterback decides to try to pass it, couldn't pass the ball, so decides to run with the ball, and just to get as far as they can, and then run the ball out of bounds. Run the ball out of bounds. They did around four seconds. There was four seconds. And we decided to go for the field goal because last time it was my call. So if anyone wanted any blame, it was my call. They looked to me. They said, should we go for it or should we go for the free points? I told them to go for it. That was my call. That was my call. If you want anyone to blame, that was my call. They came to me because they knew how I win championships. In the past. And I said we go for it. At least we didn't run the ball in the darn middle. Maybe it would have been better off. Who knows. But I thought we had Monreal in instead of Sheed. So that's my only defense. I take responsibility for the call. But I thought we had Monreal. Which there's a reason why we call Monreal Monreal. He finds ways of things that are just hard to comprehend on. How he's able to get past some defenders and get what should have been a loss of five into a first down of ten yards sometimes. Did you talk to the kicker before they went? Nope, I didn't even talk to the kicker. The kicker had to talk to themselves to be motivated, and they made a 35-yard field goal and making it 10 nothing. So what did you discuss? Our defense was doing a great job. We discussed about getting more points on the board. That was basically the discussion in the, for the second half. Hold down Baltimore. Let's get some more points on the board so that way we can take this back to the Grand Canyon State of Arizona. And that was pretty much it. Straight to the point. That was the strategy. And also we said, oh, one more thing. We got to do everything we can to get Larry Fitzgerald. If we're close enough to the end zone, get Larry Fitzgerald a touchdown. And then that was pretty much it. I told the running... 
I talked to the, all the running backs saying, when we tell you to step up, step up, this is your moment. Here we go. Let's do it. Rushing attack. And then talking to some of the wide receivers, especially where Fitzgerald is saying, look, we know how far you came one time. We're going to make sure that we get it for you this time around. 10 nothing, and you start out with the ball. That is a great feeling, being up 10 nothing, and you get to start out with the ball to start up the second half. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was great that we got to start off the second half. Unfortunately, we couldn't get anything going. The Baltimore Ravens defense was all over us. They knew our rushing attack and everything, and we even got to the point we were just... You know what? Take out Sheed, put in Bob Fisher. Let's see what Bob Fisher does. And he couldn't quite get a lot in, unfortunately. I mean, unfortunately, but... You no, know, you just gotta do everything you can. And so you had to punt the ball for the first time in a very long time. And I was getting kind of nervous that Baltimore was gonna make this into a game. And he did. And they did. Yes, yes, absolutely. They did. They had us on our heels and to the point we couldn't score in the third quarter. They even had us. They even had us, especially with that punt. However, you did make some key sacks, though. Farina, our nose tackle, did an excellent job. Making sure. That's all I have to say. Baltimore played in a lot of close games, so they were more familiar. We just mostly played blowout games. 49 free, 35 free. And then... And then we held them down once more. They punt it down. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of moments that had me nervous. But nothing made me more nervous than seeing that punt returner forgetting to wave when he was in the back of the end zone. He forgot to wave off for the fair catch. I felt really bad for the special teams coordinator because he probably told him to wave his hand, but he forgot to wave his arm. I think he thought he did. Luckily, he got out of the end zone. Otherwise, that would have been, been the easiest safety ever, probably in the history of safeties right there. Got around a seven-yard return, but at least it wasn't a safety. So you decided to put in Bob Fisher. We decided to put in put in our running back G Unreal Monreal. It was his turn to step up. And Monreal definitely and Monreal definitely did step up. Absolutely. He came close to scoring a touchdown. At some point in that drive. But he got tackled. He had one person to beat and he got tackled. 
They don't call him Unreal Monreal for nothing. And even a couple of pass attempts by Kyler Murray. Yeah, and they ended up being successful. 23 yards and... And then we came to the point we were just thinking, we're getting to... And then they were looking like they were about to stop you. It was 3rd and 5. And Kyler Murray had, had one of the most important passes maybe of his career right here. He went back in the pocket trying to find somebody. He scrambled around for a little bit. One of the defenders were kind of chasing him down. He threw it to the middle. He could have threw it down for a streak, but he threw it down the middle. I don't know who he was throwing it to, but Larry Fitzgerald saw the ball and he rushed after it. That wasn't even his slant pattern. But you know what? He went after it and he caught the ball. What control and it got to the 10-yard line. Oh my goodness. We couldn't believe he caught it. We thought it was incomplete. And we were looking at another punt conversion. But instead, Larry Fitzgerald made a spectacular catch. Hard to believe that he kept that full control over the ball as he hit the ground. And then the next play. Next play. The offensive quarter wanted to talk. And he's like, yeah. Talk to the head coach. Because remember, I'm the assistant head coach. Because remember, I'm the assistant head coach. I'm not the head coach. But they're looking to me because I've had experience before. So I, I told them, you know, let's go for it. You know, let's see if we can get Larry Fitzgerald a touchdown. And they were like, okay, we're going to do a passing pattern. And I told him, no, let's see if we can rush him in. He's got the speed. Let's see if he can rush him for a touchdown. And so Kyler Murray handed the ball off. We are thinking it was, and they were also thinking it was, to one of our many great running backs that we had at our disposal. But instead, it was to Larry Fitzgerald. And Larry Fitzgerald was very determined. He did some jukes here and there. And he would, and he just didn't want to go down. And was very determined to get in the end zone. And he did on the wide receiver sweep. We wanted to get him in the end zone any way possible. We were so focused with the rushing game that we wanted to give him the opportunity. He made two key contributions. And, yeah. Though he didn't have a lot of rushing yards. But, he did make a key catch. And he did. So, he ended up being the MVP of that game. Larry Fitzgerald, even. He made a couple catches here and there. Not his best receiving game. But that reverse touchdown made the difference right there. That wide receiver sweep made the difference. Excuse me. So, 17-0 after a long drive of 93 yards. It's the fourth quarter. Do you feel very confident? I told him to calm down because... 
I've seen teams find ways to come back and make it into a game. So Baltimore had the chance here, and they were stuffed. Did you really want to go for another touchdown? There wasn't a lot of time left. It was about a minute and three. And what you decide to do. Minute three, turnover on downs. One of our, I think it was J.J. Watt that might have gotten the, the key tackle. No, it wasn't J.J. Watt. Who am I kidding? It was Farina. Farina, the, our nose tackle, made the tackle. And turnover on downs. Minute and three in the fourth quarter. 17-0. We wanted to get Bonreal that touchdown as well. Because he deserved it as well. We were trying to get Bob Fisher. We couldn't get everyone to get a touchdown. But I think they understood. And they just wanted the win. They just wanted the win. Very badly. Hand the ball to Monreal. Monreal did some amazing dodges on a sweep. I do believe it was a halfback sweep to the... To the left side. And he dodged some players here. He was just trying to find every possible angle. Known the man to dodge... Dodge these guys, and he gets tackled around the one. He gets a 12-yard gain, and he gets tackled at the one. He really wanted that. He really wanted that touchdown very badly. Ended up being second and goal. We hand the ball off to Monreal, and Monreal did something that usually we don't see him do. He ended up diving as if he was a superhero in the middle. And the Baltimore Ravens, surprisingly, for the first time ever, a defense did not see it coming of a ball being run in the middle. Halfback, dive, and scores a touchdown. Making it 24-0. When you saw that, it was fourth down, and they were going to go for it. And you saw the quarterback running. What were you thinking? I, You know what? I was thinking that no matter what, we're going to win. It's either we win with a shutout or we win by 17. We, I knew that was the moment we were going to win. As soon as I saw a fumble and J.J. Watt, of all people, recovering that fumble, I thought it was symbolic in some way. A lot of people saw this team as as a joke of a retirement team a team that that great that once used to be great players go to before they retire before they retire and yeah in some way yeah but JJ Watt recovering that it right there in the Gatorade bath. They first got me, and then they actually got their head coach. I knew I wasn't going to be able to top anything better than this.
So I knew to retire. I knew to retire after this game. So you so you really are not going to be a head coach or a coaching staff anywhere. No. I'm not going to be a head coach, coach, coordinator anywhere. Unless, of course, if somehow I have a son at some point, then maybe you might see me on a sideline for peewee football, but otherwise, <laughs> I'm retiring from coaching. One more question before we leave you off. What is your name? They call me the coach with no name. But you can call me Coach Esquire. Ah! Would you say this is a memorable championship? Uh, absolutely. Helping the fact of getting Arizona, especially seeing the Phoenix Suns face against the Milwaukee Bucks, up two games to none and losing to the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals and then the following season... Arizona Cardinals win the big game, and we got one for Larry Fitzgerald. This was actually going to be Larry Fitzgerald's last season. This was going to be it. Was that another reason why you went to the Arizona Cardinals? To see if I could help Larry Fitzgerald get to hold up the Lombardi Trophy. No. Because I wanted a challenge. I wanted the challenge, as I said, of a franchise that has been long existing and gained the first ever championship. And I did that. And not only that, but we shut down the team. I don't care about records of 8 and 9. Baltimore Ravens played as if they were a 13 and 4 team in that game. And there you have it for Connected Careers Camaraderie. Thank you again, Coach, with no name. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate telling the story. A lot of people will not believe me, but I found ways of winning four championships with four different teams. And only having two losses in my career name. There you have it. Thank you very much, Coach Esquire, the coach with no name. As I'm Nathan saying, so long until next time for Connected Careers Camaraderie.